Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. We are back. Real life, real talk nation. Stand up, y'all. Come on, stand up. It has been far too long, but you back where you belong. All right, let's do it how we do it, and let's kick it how only we can kick it. No matter the weather, listen, this is where birds of a feather come to flock together. At 12 p.m., listen to me, at 12 p.m., it is my time to bring you the sunshine. And from the north to the south to the east to the west, listen, please do not stress. And the reason being is because you know, ladies and gentlemen, you know you are blessed. It's your hostess with the most. It's Tyler Campbell, a.k.a. Hey, Mr. TC Speaks, Mr. Real Life, Real Talk himself. And I am live and wild on your radio dial with a smile on my face. Mm-hmm. Yes, energy to waste. Mm-hmm. That's right. And if you're looking for inspiration, unity, and community, then watch this, ladies and gentlemen, and watch this. It is guaranteed that you are in the right place. And so you already know, y'all. Mm, let's go, ladies and gentlemen, so we can grow. All right. Tyler Campbell here, y'all. Mr. TC Speaks. Head to IamTylerCampbell.com, right? You can always follow me at TC Speaks. 32 and sending your text messages 512-337-3776 let me know who you are let me know where you're listening in to us today from wherever you are listen we always have people tuning in all over the place i love to keep in contact with y'all if you want to get it on a personal level uh send an email tyler at tcspeaks.com i don't bite and i will i will respond yo you have my word all right this one person wrote in last time we were on the show they're like yo tc why do you always why do you always start off with the same like the same intro and I tell people, you know, as an inspirational speaker, as an MS advocate, you know, I look up to people who are, you know, the like the kings of the game. And so in terms of, I always say not motivational speaking, but inspirational speaking, you know, I look at a person like Les Brown, somebody who's been around so long in the game, somebody who was a pioneer in the 80s of the speaking game and all through the 90s, had his own TV show. But what most people don't know about Les Brown, y'all can look him up, um, he was somebody who was a disc jockey in the past before he got put on the platform of speaking. And for me, you know, seeing uh, seeing him just as, a, as another, like a black male figure for me to look up to in this endeavor, like so many across the world do, I learned about him and his role as a disc jockey, and he always started off with a powerful intro. And so a lot of the time to the listener who wrote in, why I want to have that level of consistency, y'all, I want to want you to all know when you tune in to Real Life Real Talk, it's the same. Like you get that same voice, you get that same intro, and you know it's me, it's mine, right? So I want to embrace that. I want that level of consistency. That's why I always have that same intro. Uh, but I want to start this thing off hot, y'all, because it has been far too long. I don't want to waste anybody else's time. Um, today, let's choose to smile. Right. Like we always have choices. And I tell people all the time that, yo, this is the holiday season. It's one of my favorite times of the year, as it is for most people. I'll explain why mine might be a little bit different for yours. But today, like, let's choose to smile. 
Before I came into the booth, I read a powerful statistic and it stated that um, studies had just came out that show that workers are able to perform 38 percent above average on their jobs when they have a positive working environment. 38 percent when they have a positive working environment. And so even if you don't know where to start, that environment, that creation, it starts with a smile. And no, we're not always just talking employment, right? I'm talking about you as a leader within your household. Like the way your family vibes, when your children come home from school, are they stepping into a positive environment of love? Uh, when your wife uh, is in is engaged with you with you, and you are, y'all are engaging in conversation, bro, does your, does your wife, have that level of positivity that spurns from your soul. Because if it spurns from your soul, then she's going to live a more productive life because of the positivity that you pour into her. That creates a greater room for love. So it's not just a working environment. By you even doing something as simple as flashing a smile, it will boost your productivity as a human being in everything that you do. All right. Including your work. So the statistics are out there, y'all. This is not just me blowing smoke. Yo, this is real. Real. And if you don't know where to start today, Real Life, Real Talk Nation, yo, we are going to choose to smile. And shout out to my boy Ty, uh, who's doing his thing, tweaking and twisting the dials. Fellow Westlake alum, you know, uh, coming from a school that, that has consistent state championships. I tell people this is an exciting time for me in the state of Texas here because we got, you know, playoffs going on. And, and we like we live, breathe, die for, for high school football here in the state of Texas. As a matter of fact, on my social media at TC Speaks 32, you guys will see that on Thursday for Throwback Thursday, I posted my cameo when I first made my on screen film debut. Right. I was an extra in the, in the movie Friday Night Lights. And so I posted it's really a great time. Right. Um, so you've got things going on with the NFL. Yes. But right now. I'm, I'm watching and learning and reading about young men, young women playing the game of football here in the state of Texas who are just like living that like this is everything. Right. Don't know if there's going to be any college ball. This is my last time to roll out with my high school teammates and memories are made. And just seeing young men, young women giving their all to this game. Uh, I really appreciate the season that's out there, man. It's a joyful time to be in Texas, and really at this time, you really and truly see that people live, breathe, and die for this thing. And I didn't really understand it until I left to go play my college football at San Diego State University, and and I would go see uh, where kids, uh, where cats who I were teammates with uh, played ball in California. And you'd have off weeks, you'd go see high school football games. It's like, bro, they have like maybe a 1,000 people in the stands for like six, eight, seven, eight football, whatever their biggest. It's like, bro, like, no, like we have thousands of people and you go to a playoff game and it's like, where are all the people? Um, So to all the everybody else who's still surviving in the playoffs, man, kudos to you in and around this area, in and around the state of Texas. Uh, you don't really appreciate what is taking place in your life, but man, treasure it uh, because it's not too often that you have thousands of people that show up to see you, that cheer on you. And uh, for those parents, those family members, the community, it means so much rallying around these young people and playing the game that they love. So please, 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 uh, please continue to do it. Um, and so I'm going to hit you with this for that let that marry down your cerebrum because I really want this to pop. Uh, I see so many um, struggling with problems that are consistent, right? The same things continue to hit people in the face and they're wondering why. And I want to tell you this so you can catch it. Sometimes the problem among 
comes from the problem within. Let that marinate on your cerebrum for a second. Sometimes the problems among come from the problems within. Slow down, and I want y'all to catch this. A lot of times we are kicked to point the finger and blame other individuals for the circumstances that we constantly find ourselves in. And a lot of us, it's like a repeat story. It's like we've been here before. It may be a different person in front of us, maybe a different individual in front of us, but the conversations seem to always be the same. And I want to tell people when you're having those instances in your life where you're constantly running into the same problems, have you ever stopped to take a step back to figure out that maybe you need a reevaluation of yourself because you're finding yourself in the same situation, the same circumstance, the same problematic uh, issues that keep presenting themselves? And guess what? It may not be the other people. It may be something stirring from within inside of you that you may have to humble yourself and put yourself forth to do what it is that you don't like or have never wanted to do in your life to get over the hurdle of keeping on uh, finding yourself in the same problems that you're always in. You feel like you're always arguing. You feel like you're always in defense mode. You feel like you're always misunderstood. For me, things changed in my life when I started first and foremost confessing to individuals that I was interacting with for the problems that I I had with them. And I learned that a lot of things that I had to do was first and foremost apologize for things that I've done wrong, all right? I had to do that. And then after doing that, uh, it kind of freed me up, right? It, It put me on a different trajectory. And I had to look at myself from within and recognize there's some stuff that I also had to work on internally so I could cast those things out and I could get a renewed, rejuvenated me that would allow me to have deeper relationships and connections. A part of that was apologies and a large part of that was self-work. So, again, I always say that if you're finding yourself hitting wash, rinse and repeat and getting stalemated in life, bruh, sometimes the problems from among come from problems within and you really got to have that face-to-face reality check with yourself and put yourself through self-reevaluation and let it start within. You hold the power. You hold the key. You hold the G, the, the, uh, the, the, the jewels, as my man Killer Mike likes to say on the microphone. And I want people to take charge of that. And without further ado, man, before we get started, that's that let that made on your cerebrum, all right? Problems from among comes from problems within. Channel that thing. Number two, yo, shout out to my beautiful and amazing bride. All right, come on now, 11 years worth of marriage. Shout out to my amazing wife, Shayna Campbell, who is celebrating her birthday. I ain't going to tell y'all how old she is. I tell her every birthday she's 21 years old, so she's still 21 with me. So I'm telling you, baby, listen, I love you. I respect you. I am largely because of who you are, sweetie, and I am enjoying the fact that today we get to celebrate your day, all right? And I bring so much energy, tenacity towards life because of you and and the amazing things that you pour inside of me, your wisdom, your insight, man. And I'm going to tell y'all this. Listen, the day that you start to live in your marriage and start to focus on trying to serve, bruh, I'm telling you, it takes you to a whole different level. Her happiness matters to me, all right? Her joy matters to me. Her peace, which we're going to talk about today, yo, it matters to me. And when you live to serve, you take care of those individuals in your circle, your mama, your daddy, your friend, your cousins, all those people who matter to you. When you come to a level of service, it comes back to you tenfold. And so for today, honey, it is an honor and I will serve for you on your special day. Listen, I love y'all and I respect y'all. We're going to get into more on the other side of this break. The title of the message coming back will be, you're not starting over, right? You're just starting ahead.
Let that marinate. You're not starting over, but you are going to be starting ahead. I'll catch you on the other side of this break. We'll get into it more deeply. Let's go, ladies and gentlemen, so we can grow. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, y'all, welcome back, Real Life, Real Talk Nation. And I know what y'all saying, right? It's not the usual bumper vibe. All right, Tyler Campbell, a.k.a. Mr. TC Speaks, at TC Speaks 32. I am TylerCampbell.com. Yo, send me an email, Tyler, at TC Speaks.com. 512-337-3776 is our text message hotline. Uh, I know I got some explaining to do, all right? We listen to that EDM, that electronic dance music movement today, all right? I'm stretching my feathers. I'm stepping out the comfort zone. I'm letting y'all really get a window seat to me because uh, this EDM bumper music, it stands a purpose, I promise, all right? I know y'all wilding, but understand, man, uh, growing up on the west side of Austin, bro, I got introduced to a lot of things, and this song right here, Around the World by Daft Punk, yo, came out in 1998, and it, it, I just, it, 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 it gets me excited. Like, I don't know. I don't listen to a lot of it, but I listen to this group. They are notorious. They are famous. Um, they've won a total of six Grammys. Daft Punk, they are a duo that hails from outside of France. Um, so this whole EDM, electronic dance uh, music movement, they have a big handle in the start of it. Um, very big and very popular in the States, but even more abroad, all right? And so you even got people like DJ Diesel, DJ Shaq, DJ Shaquille O'Neal, who's a big DJ in EDM music. So um, shout out to Daft Punk. When I listen to their music, and I'll take y'all on the journey, bro, it, 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 for whatever reason, it just kind of gets me moving, gets me excited. I don't even know what y'all, you know, I've been dancing with, but it makes me move. All right, so Tyler Campbell here. And if you missed it in the first segment, listen, our Let That Man Down on Your Cerebrum, we, we talked about how problems from among uh, comes from problems within. And sometimes we got to look at ourselves in the mirror and figure out what it is that we're doing to because we're constantly running into the same issues, the same problems. That seems to be a warning marker like, yo, you got to look at within. It may not even be that you're the problem. It may just be that you have to reevaluate who your friends are, the people you are chasing after, the type of individuals that you are seeking to be around. Maybe that's it. It's not necessarily meaning that you are the problem, but maybe there's some things about you that you need to fix. And that's life's warning trying to get you on that path. OK, and uh, but for today's message, today's message, um, it's going to be titled. You're not starting over. Listen to me. You're not starting over. You're actually starting ahead. All right? You're not starting over. You're really starting ahead. And I feel like the term, whenever we feel like, you know, you hear that, well, I got to start over. Or I've I've hit rock bottom. Now I got to pull myself up. Um, I feel like I have to help encourage individuals today to change the thought process, to change the heart set mindset when it comes to hearing the words start over. And I take myself back to elementary school growing up here, Cedar Creek Elementary. When you're messing up and having mistakes, the term start over really got a bad rap in my mind as it is for most people because it's like, yo, you didn't get the wrong answer. Go back and do it again. Like almost like the punishment piece. But I'm coming to you all from a perspective today, December the 3rd, Saturday, 104.9 The Horn, Tyler Campbell, a.k.a. Mr. TC Speaks. I'm trying to tell you that starting over is not necessarily a bad 
thing, and we've got to change the way that we view starting over. That's why I'm telling you that you're actually going to start ahead. All right. So starting over for us all, I'm trying to encourage you by my definition, the TC speak standard version of the dictionary. Yo, starting over really just means taking a fresh start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting a clean state, a clean slate. Excuse me. Um, Being free a little bit to roam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what starting over is. I'm trying to to change the negative connotation towards the phrase. And, and 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 me being, you know, somebody who was an 80s baby, growing up in the 90s, the 2000s, right? You know, I, the game of football, the quarterback position, it revolutionized before my eyes, my eyes when I watched Michael Vick play. Like, and understand, I had a cousin by the name of David Warren. I talked about him. He went to Florida State. I watched him in the national championship chasing around this crazy freshman I believe by the name of Michael Vick from Virginia Tech University. I was like, yo, who is this dude playing quarterback? He runs like a 4-3. And so, obviously, if you don't know the Michael Vick story, um, definitely became one of the highest paid players in his prime for the Atlanta Falcons, signing a $130 million contract with Nike. The man had his own shoes, was in all the commercials. The guy who was a dual-threat quarterback who could do it all. I think he was one of the first quarterbacks who had like a 90-something speed in Madden. Like, he was that guy. Um, and he was hip-hop. He was all of those things. Uh, and, and and so, eventually, you know, too much money, too much, too fast, being young. I've had the chance to listen to Michael Vick on multiple podcasts and everything because I was a fan of him. And, obviously, he talked about his mistakes, talked about the things that led him to serving prison time, 24 months in the midst of being in the prime uh, in the NFL. And it, based off his bad decision-making and obviously uh, with with uh, the things that he went and got in trouble with with the law, and you can look those up on your own because that's not the direction I'm really trying to go to. What I'm really trying to exam, uh, use Michael Vick as an example of my first principle, which is your failure gave you the cheat code. Our failures give us the cheat code, which is why I came up with the phrase, you're not starting over, you're actually starting ahead. Listen, when you make mistakes in life that call you to stumble and start over, maybe it's start over financially, maybe it's starting over in your marriage, maybe it's starting over as a friendship in life, like you're starting over with ground roots with people that you need to deal with. You have the cheat code now because you've gone through a process where you've fallen, you've bumped your head, and you have literally learned, if you have any accountability for yourself, what not to do ever, ever again so you don't find yourself in the same place. So when you're starting over, when you are revamping yourself, when you are starting a new level of employment, when you are coming into your marriage, when you are reengaging, reestablishing a relationship with your children, when you are somebody who is suffering from a learning disability and you've seen how long it took you to get the aid and the help that you needed, but now you've got it. You remember what that was once like. So now you've got the help that you need in school, in life. Um, now you're not going to make the same mistakes. You know what it was like before, but now you've got the resources. So you're going to be that much further ahead and improving from where you once were. Michael Vick made the mistake, went to jail, okay, came back with a renewed mindset, served multiple levels of community service, all right, and then he changed the way that he approached the game of football. 
All right. He gets picked up by the Philadelphia Eagles after a 24 month sentence. He ends up sitting basically the first year under Donovan McNabb and Andy Reid and learning the entire playbook and system, almost grooming him with a new fresh start as that new definition of starting over. I, I gave that. Right. And so now Michael Vick has that. Donovan McNabb, who's a pro quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles, eventually gets let go of them. Michael Vick gets the starting nod. Michael Vick, a former pro bowler himself, it's not like the dude was a slouch. All right, this guy was must-see TV before his prison sentence. Now he's coming off of it. He's taking a year to get in shape. He spent time in the weight room. He spent more time in the film room. He spent more time under Andy Reid, who grooms quarterbacks. He watched Donovan McNabb and his success and his failures. He watched his film, and so he approaches the game now with a cheat code because he learned what not to do with the game of football because he got tired of being knocked as somebody who could could not, I repeat, could not throw the ball with accuracy down the field. And what happens in that year? He ends up becoming uh, the comeback player of the year in the NFL. He ends up becoming a pro bowler. All this after the three years away from football. Passes for over 3,000 plus yards. All right, He becomes an all-pro. By the way, he passes for 3,000 plus yards two years in a row. It changed him, but he had a cheat code. He had a cheat code as to how he was going to carry himself as an NFL quarterback for years to come because he got a second chance to learn from the mistake that he has made. Your failure gave you the cheat code, Michael Vick, but now I'm asking you all to turn it back to yourself. When you have to start over, look, you've learned what not to do. Yeah, you've got the cheat code in your arsenal. All right. Instead of walking this way with these people, you're going to reframe some things for yourself. And now you're going to get a different level of friends. All right. You've learned what not to say around your wife because certain words, they trigger her. All right. And so now you're going to reevaluate you way you approach maybe even your your wife or let's flip it, ladies, the way you approach your husband. And because when you said these words a certain way, you noted that they triggered him. So now you're going to reevaluate. You're going to start over. You've got the cheat code. You're going to say to yourself, I'm not going to dress my husband that way because that doesn't get us anywhere when it comes to solving problems or vice versa. Fellas, you're not going to approach your wife yo, this way, because as you say these words or with with this type of tone, yo, it decimates everything that you're trying to build with her and get whatever problem is solved. Your failures, you don't have to always start over. You're really starting to get ahead. You're not starting over. You're getting ahead because now you've learned. And if you take the initiative to say, I'm not going to do that again, I'm going to correct myself. You're going to get ahead of this start over process versus the person who is coming into this thing that has not experienced the shortcoming that you have. Because eventually they're going to fall and bust their head, too. But you're not going to make that same mistake. Yeah, you might be starting at the bottom of your organization now with everybody else, with other people who are fresh out of college walking through the door. But you've seen some things, right? You've been in this field a little bit. Maybe a different company, but you're in it. And now you serve as a leadership level for younger people to live on or brand new people in the industry to lean on because you aren't going to make those same mistakes. You might be able to even save them from doing the same. All right. But you got to change the way that you look at the failure. You've got to change the way that you look at the word when when your boss may say start over. When your wife says, "Uh, uh-uh, don't do that. That's not the way. All right. That, that whole rebuilding process, we got to change the way that we look at those things because we got the cheat code already embedded inside of us because we already done made the mistake. So now we're not going to do it again. All right. So that's real life, real talk. 
my big man, I appreciate you for playing that example for me because, man, it changed. How did it all work out for him? Well, I think the brother's doing mighty fine now. He on Fox, he's on Fox News, I believe, with pregame show, holding the microphone. So from going and going through all the things that he went through to where he is now, brother, I salute you, man. Good story for you to tell. I took something from the journey. And, uh, man, comeback player of the year. Shoot, I'm about to come back on the other side of this break and give y'all more energy, more insight, and more game as to how we change the way that we look at the phrase starting over when it presents itself in our lives. All right, Tyler Campbell, a.k.a. Mr. TC Speaks. We rock into Daft Pump, EDM, electronic dance music. Y'all catch y'all on the other side of this break. Let's go, ladies and gentlemen, so we can grow. Oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah, there it is. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, that one more time. <laughs> Tyler Campbell, a.k.a. Mr. TC Speaks, at TC Speaks 32. Uh, I am TylerCampbell.com, 512-337-3776. Now, listen, Real Life, Real Talk Nation, I forgot to mention this. Uh, on the Horn Radio Station, we are live, we are local, and always digital. Um all of these episodes, all of our episodes, all of everything, uh, every playback of every episode for the horn can be found at Megaphone, all right? And if you click on those tabs, you'll see that Real Life Real Talk, we have our own, uh, our own, I guess, nine months now worth of, worth of messages from Backed Up. You can go download, pick up old messages, um, but I'll always replay them or repost them on my social media account at TCSpeaks32, but you can always go to Megaphone. Uh, go there, re-download the messages, share, share them with the masses. It makes a difference. Um, I'll tell y'all this, man. There's a woman by the name of Natalie who actually wrote in. Yo, she's from the UK. She's from France um, and actually listens to the messages, got a hold of each other. We're going to have a Zoom call because she is on a mission over there on the across the pond, across the water, right, to reach more of a black community with multiple sclerosis. She's heard the show. She's been on a mission and wants to collaborate to try to uh, see whatever insight she can gather to reach. And so, man, you just never know who's listening. And, and for somebody out there, listen, just get started. I think that's all I'm trying to tell you. Uh, don't, don't worry about the money. Don't worry about what you don't have. Just focus on getting started on whatever idea, whatever gift that you have in your heart, just get started in the role of the utilization of it. Uh, once you get started, doors will be open unto you, but they will remain closed as long as your mind and your heart remain closed towards what it is that is embedded in your heart and in your life. You've got to use it because when you don't, it lays dormant and you will not prosper. And as I say all the time, yo, the world suffers when we don't receive what it is that you have. Mm-hmm. You special. Yep, I'm telling you. All right, so Tyler Campbell, a.k.a. Mr. TC Speaks, Real Life, Real Talk. Uh, we came in today with today's message titled, obviously, you're not starting over, right? You are starting ahead. And we're just trying to give the term start over in our lives. When your boss says, uh-uh, do it again, start it over. When you were that kid 
who is in high school, when you're that college student, elementary, and somebody is telling you to start over, bro, it implodes you in your chest and you feel like you are defeated. But the start over has to change in your mind as to how you receive the words. And all I'm trying to do today is change people's perspective because when they hear the word start over, they feel defeated. They feel they can't climb to the mountaintop when all you have to do is change how you view it. All right. Starting over is nothing more than the opportunity to have a fresh start, a clean slate with no judgment. All right. You got opportunity to go bigger. You got opportunity to go better. You get even further. That's what's allotted to you when you start over. All right. And plus, you're going to get ahead. It's not like a complete start over from bottom because you've been there before. And because now you've had a failure, you're going to learn what not to do. And that's why principle number one is your failure gave you a cheat code. All right. It's not start over like you're coming back that you you you're still totally starting from scratch. No, you've learned some things because you had failure along the way. So now you've learned what not to do. So when it comes to starting over in your field, in your marriage, in your relationship, in your friendship, um, as a parent, when you're starting over from something that went catastrophically wrong, you're going to get through it and ensure that that never happens again. And so, therefore, your relationship, your goal towards what it is that you want is going to flourish that much faster because you're going to choose to, to make the decision not to do it ever again. Now, the choice is on you. Come on, y'all. Real life, real talk. You got to be able to receive the training that comes from your way through your failure. Now, obviously, if you're not open to that, you know, that's a different story. But you got to be able to receive it. And I talked about how Michael Vick received it. You know, I talked about uh, how, how what he was, you know, the Madden covers. I mean, all the accolades that he had. He went and served the prison time. He went to the bottom of the bottom, had to go through the bankruptcy stuff. I mean, paid back every debt that he had. Bank account went all the way down. Um, 24 years worth of prison. Comes back and ends up winning comeback player of the year in the NFL. Two years after the sentence or, or three years after three years after not playing football. Ends up becoming an all pro. Right. And, 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 and obviously a uh, uh, pro bowler, all those things. He learned from his mistake, though. Right. Change who you who you around. Right. Humble yourself. Right. Approach the game differently. Right. Get there early with Andy Reid at the Philadelphia Eagles. Learn from him, Donovan McNabb. Learn the offense. Study the film. Don't do what you used to do. All right, you was out there balling off of pure talent, just showing up and just rolling. But now, now you got to show the world that you can sling that thing. And he went for over 3,000-plus yards, man. Come on, y'all. All right? Your failure gave you a cheat code. So use that to your advantage, all right? Principle number two, failure forces you to trust yourself. Mm-hmm. Write that down. Write that down. Your failure will force you to trust yourself. Your failure will force you to trust yourself. There is nothing more gut-wrenching, more heartbreaking when you had an inclination in your spirit to not do something, but you ignored it and went along with what somebody else had to say about the situation. And instead of trusting yourself, you went with what they said, and it caused you to have a catastrophic setback that you end up kicking yourself for because all the while the situation would have been different if you know you would have done what you thought you should have done or what your gut or your heart told you to do. It hurts. Like, it's, it's one thing to know that, all right, yeah, I decided to do this and it was, it was on me, right? It, 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 it's, it's, it's actually easier to handle when you know you are the mess up, when it is all on you. But when you give away your power, when you give that foresight, when you give that trust of yourself away to somebody else and, and that decision that they 
encourage you to make puts you at a deeper setback. Yo, that one really hurts because then you sit there and you kick yourself. Um, it's easier. It's so much easier to just own up when it's when it's all on you. All right. When you put it back into you. So when you make a mistake of doing that. Moving forward, you will trust yourself so much more on a deeper level than you ever did before because you don't want to find yourself in that same predicament ever again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you look at people with the confidence that they possess, right, when you look at the way Denzel Washington approaches a script, like he knows he's going in and that's already his part before he opens up his mouth and auditions for it, right? Like he knows that because he trusts himself. Why does he trust himself? Because decades and decades and decades ago, there was a time when Denzel Washington went into auditions and probably bombed him. There, there was a time when, when uh, I approached the stage and I had stage fright so much that I, I, I you know, my, my feet were just tapping. Tap. I didn't have the stage presence. I learned from that, right? On me, not on anybody else. Like you, you learn from what you've been through. And, and through those failures, you learn to trust yourself even more, all right? It's not to say that other people's advice is not important. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying you should shun. I'm saying you should obviously research who you're getting the advice from. But in the midst of it, yo, you have a body. You have a mind. You have a being. I want to encourage people not to diminish what you have been blessed with on this earth through conscious decision-making. I told you to just get started. When you bump your head long enough by giving the power away to other people instead of keeping it from within, it's going to take that moment when you have that catastrophic failure, that thing that really causes you to hit rock bottom because you gave your power away and listened to somebody else's decision of what you should be doing. And then when you take it back for yourself, when you go through that and then decide, you know what, I got to steer this ship. I'm going to stand on my own 10 toes down and I'm going to make a decision. And I'm, you know, if it's a bad decision, I'm going to live with it. But guess what? You'll be able to make the peace that much faster because it, it was on you. And again, you won't start completely over because you're going to learn from that previous incident. And then if there is a mistake learned on your end, then you're going to go exceedingly even faster the next time. So you got to change the way you look at starting over the benefit of it. When you, um, Give the trust over to other people and you make the decision to keep and trust your gut a lot more in life. Trust your gut about that proposal. Trust your gut about the advice that you're bestowing on your children. Trust your gut about um, building that business proposal for yourself. Trusting your gut as an athlete when you have uh, that instinct that you got to make as a defensive back on the boundary. Come on, I'm talking to somebody. Yeah, yeah. Trust your gut a little bit. Give it a chance. No matter what, yo, you're going to learn if there's a mistake. But doggone it, it's easier to, to when you have to make the mistake versus when you, you know, listen to others and you put the blame on them. Or, or excuse me, if you blame yourself even mo- that much more because you wouldn't just trust yourself. Because when they said left, your gut told you to go right and you ignored it completely. That's an even worse reality that you have to face. All right. So it, it, it's the exact honesty, man. And I learned that big in the meat business, man. Like when I when I used to watch my father. Um, in the meat business, and 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 there were meetings where he was in them, and I could see him on his face, like he knew the people he was with. Some of the people in the meetings were lying straight to his face, 
You know what I'm saying? And I remember my pop used to telling me as years went on, like, man, I shouldn't have done this. Like, I knew that person wasn't right, right? But 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 I kept on going. That's a, it's a decision I, I regret. And it's like that was the introduction of learning for me um, to trust my gut. I think it backfired for me, though, growing up a lot. And I wrote, wrote this in a book, my best-selling book, The Ball Came Out Life from the Other Side of the Field. Sameless plug. It's on Amazon, Amazon bestseller. But I think it also made me become more introverted as a person uh, and very cautious of who I trusted because I saw the way that people did, you know, my father, who was a, a famous figure. And, and it kind of made me pick and choose people very differently. Uh, I, sometimes I feel almost at fault, right? It made me become even more introverted a lot of the times um, and only giving people a certain part of me. But at the end of the day, I was okay with that from a standpoint of, bro, it was all on me. You know, I put that back on me, not somebody else. I put that back on TC. And and then I learned from the mistakes that I made. And obviously, I've been open about it. Yo, been in counseling for over over two or three years now. And I told you, I like the person I see. I, I put the trust in myself. Sometimes my wife will tell me, man, you mean nowadays. It's like, nah, I'm not mean, bro. I just I got confidence in me, the direction that I need to move. And when something doesn't fit in that direction, yo, I cast it to the side. Um, so that's the type of confidence uh, that comes when you trust yourself. All right, it's Tyler Campbell, a.k.a. Mr. TC Speaks. We're talking about learning from your mistakes. Um, send us a text message, 512-337-3776. We'll come to you all on the other side of this break. Principle number three, Daft Punk. We got more EDM electronic dance music coming your way. Let's go, ladies and gentlemen, so we can grow. Right now. All right, ladies and gentlemen, come on through, come on through, come on through. Welcome back. That EDM, Daft Punk. Now, now we're seeing it, y'all. Okay, I took you through the journey. Tyler Campbell, aka Mr. TC Speaks at TC Speaks32. This is the Horn Radio Station, live, local, and digital, real life, real talk nation. Stand up, all right? I was giving y'all a little window seat to my heart. Little, little affinity with EDM, electronic dance music. I know y'all saying, man, TC, your music is crazy. Some of y'all might be feeling it, uh, but I just wanted to bring it full circle. Like Daft Punk started in 1998, the group of the music that you heard throughout this segment or throughout this show. And uh, really in 1998, they really burst onto the scene. They changed EDM music, really bought it over to the, like did their thing. And now you flash forward. This is a song from 2016 with The Weeknd. And you're hearing the way this song just popped up on the charts. I think it went number five all time, five on the Billboard charts. But they also had another song with The Weeknd. And it went number one on the Billboard Top 100 songs. I feel it coming. And if you hear like the the music, you hear that that EDM type flow on the background. You can hear the guys from Daft Punk have their verses before the weekend. So you see the way it started in 1998. Then you push forward just a few years back. Um, and, and the group just has music that will last a lifetime. So many people have sampled it from from Janet Jackson to Missy Elliott, Swiss Beats, Busta Rhymes. Um, so many have sampled their music, and I'm just paying homage to that, y'all. All right, so here we go, man. If you're late, if you're late, shame to you, shame to you. All right, but let me walk you through what we'll be talking about, man. The title of today's message has been, you're not starting over, right? You're just going to be starting starting ahead. 
you're not starting over, but you are going to be starting ahead. And what I'm trying to get people to wrap down in their mind is that just blow that off, that thing that says in your mind when someone or you are forced to start over, start over on a project, start over within your marriage, start over with trying to build a relationship with people you care about, starting over on a new job, all right, starting over uh, because there's some type of sickness that is coming your life and it has dis- de- 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 debilitated you. Starting over um, for somebody who's going through the rehabilitation process, whether it be even mental, um, but you're forced to start over. Starting over does not necessarily have to have a negative connotation to it. When starting over after working through something, understand that you're going to get that much further ahead because you're going to learn from your failure that took place previously. So now you're going to get to a place a lot faster than you did before when you were starting from scratch. See, now you've learned some things, right? You've learned not to write like this. You've learned not to say that to this type of person. You've learned to come in early and stay late. Like these are things that you didn't know about early on when going towards a goal or something you value, but now you do. So because you do, it changes the way that you approach what it is that you are going through in life when you have to start over and you recognize you ahead. So you don't have to beat your head um, over the uh, beat yourself over the head feeling so negative about starting over because, look, it's like you, I got this. You say to yourself, I'm starting over, but I learned from where I once was. I'm not going to repeat the same mistakes. So therefore, I'm not going to have to jump through the same hoops. I'm going to get straight to the destination. Oh, and that's powerful. So I want you all to take that over whenever you have to start over at anything in your life. All right, so the first principle I came up with um, that I utilized Michael Vick as the example was, uh, let me see, where, where is it? Where is it? Oh, my nose. Let me just get my nose. Okay, your failure gave you a cheat code. That's principle number one. Your failure gave you a cheat code. That's what I'm telling y'all people. When, when, you, when you made a mistake, you learn from your failure, you got a cheat code as to how you get past things a lot further. And principle number two, failure forces you to trust yourself. Stop giving the power over to the other people, right? You learn not to do that ever again. Because going with their decision instead of trusting your gut led you over here, right? Led you to getting fired, right? Led you to troublesome in your marriage. Led you to loss of friendships of people you care about. Led you to missing out on a grand opportunity that you chose to bypass because you didn't trust your gut. You trusted somebody else's. This is your life, your mission. All right? So trust you. Trust what was embedded inside of you. And when if you make enough mistakes, bro, bottom line, you're going to start looking at yourself in the mirror and saying, I should have trusted me. And it is that much easier to live with a mistake that you've made, to live with starting over like when it's all on you, you get through the depressive state a lot faster when you recognize it's all on you. It's when you recognize or say to yourself that, man, I shouldn't have lived and did what they told me to do. That's that much harder because you didn't have the faith within yourself. All right. So that's principle number two. And then last but certainly not least, this is key. Your failure makes you seek out peace. Oh, this is good. All right. Your failure makes you seek out peace in your doggone life. When you fail or have to start over, all right, it's already tough enough to wrap your mind around it. But then what you'll start to recognize is you're going to read out a lot of the toxicity in your life because it hits you in a place where when you failed, when you have to start over, you don't want all the distraction. You don't want uh, all the people that blow smoke. Yo, you just kind of want to be at peace. You just kind of want to be at ease. And when you are searching for peace, you don't chase after negative environments that don't allow you to have that type of space. And when you're doing those things 
for yourself, you've just engaged in a walk and a talk of positivity. So when you're chasing peace, you're also chasing a positive environment that is beneficial for you. All right. A place where you can kind of set, settle down, be you, be in comfort and block out so much other noise in your life. All right. I'm going to give you an example. I watched the documentary of Warren Buffett, I think uh, when it came out on HBO, that was back in 2017. It was called Becoming Warren Buffett. And I watched it because, because I mean, it's Warren Buffett, like the wealthiest dude in the world. Like he got to, you know, he got to give you some information. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, so I watched it. And what I noted about Warren Buffett was that the dude actually reads six hours a day. Six hours. And when you watched him in the doc, it's like, it wasn't just like he was reading like financial stuff. My man was reading magazines. He read books. He read newspapers. I mean, he read. In order to get to a place where you can read and process that information, people looked at what he was reading and how many hours. I didn't. I looked at my man has to put himself in a peaceful environment to be able to digest and process the knowledge that he needs so that he could lead the investment world the way that he's doing it. It wasn't just so much that the man was reading. How can you read? How can he process? How can he enhance his decision-making if he's living in a space or a place that is chaotic or is toxic or where he can't just block out outside noise to receive the information he's reading? And so for me, I'm telling people your failure largely has to do with so much noise in your life that you have to learn to block out so that you can get to peace, so that you can get to clarity, so that you can get to understanding, so that you can get to that 38% uplift in, in work, um, uh, excuse me, um, work production. The statistics that I gave y'all earlier, 38% of production is increased in a working environment that is positive. So also for your own mental and well-being and your own striving after a goal that you want to achieve, cracking the starting lineup, all the things that you are trying to do in your life. If you are a student athlete, if you are a pro, if you're listening in, bro, you have to also be able to find some peace in your life because you won't get the sound decision making. Right. If you're constantly around toxic people. Right. You won't learn to trust yourself if there's so much noise being made about what you should be doing and what we shouldn't be doing, and you're listening to that noise. Warren Buffett has peace. And because he has that peace, because he has that quiet time, he can then process and make best, the best decisions he can come across as the investment man that he became or still is. He's able to read that much because he can block out that much noise. He doesn't, he doesn't entertain it. And so for some of us, we got we to gotta stop entertaining it. Don't chase the women. Yep. Don't chase the downtown life. Yep, you can have some if that's what your thing is, but you don't have to chase it constantly because if you're doing all of those things, you're missing out on, on the blessings because you have no peace. Yeah, you're always going. Yeah, you always, like you're always chasing the crowd. Yeah, 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 it's messing up. It's going to catch up eventually. All I'm telling y'all, man, get to a place where you can get some peace. The peace results in positivity. When you have positivity, it increases your production. Towards anything that you want to do. Entrepreneur, what? You got it. Fatherhood, motherhood, yep, you got it. Friendship, yep. Teacher, yep. Boss, yep. Man, just an overall better person, yep. Those things come. You're not starting over. Yep, 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 yep. It's going to be different. You're going to get to a place that much faster because you're starting ahead. And I'm giving y'all gems as to how you can start ahead. Peace 
gets you there. What is your piece and how can you get there? Is it riding horses? I know that does it for me. Yup, riding horses. Is it is it hanging clothes because my wife needs that laundry done? I talked to y'all about serving because my wife loves to fold. She can handle the folding, but she can't handle putting them up. She hates that. So I got to step in and put them up. When I'm putting them up, what do I do? I listen to audio books. I listen to Audible. Yep, I listened to that Tyler Campbell. Yeah, yeah, that book that I got, that best-selling book, the ball came out life on the other side of the field. No, nah, I'm messing with y'all. Um, listening to Damon John's book from Shark Tank, yo, Rise and Grind. And I'm, and I'm listening to that, and I'm, I'm, I'm working at hanging these clothes up, putting the kids' clothes up, but I'm also achieving a level of peace because it's therapeutic because great information is coming into my head. What is that for you? When I'm on top of a horse, the world looks differently. I've told everybody that I'm at peace. So then my brain is firing on all, tri- all all cylinders. New ideas are popping up into my head, new phrases, new things. I'm yearning. I'm feeling nature, bro. I'm at, pit pot, at peace. I'm chasing positivity. How do you get yours? All right? When you've bumped your head enough, you're going to look for some peace. And doggone it, when you find it, I promise you will be amazed at how much more you flourish. All right? You're not starting over. Yeah, you're getting ahead. Change the way you view starting over. Principle number one. Principle number one. Uh, Where is it, Law? Where is it? Here we go. Your failure gave you a cheat code. Use Michael Vick as an example. Principle number two, your failure will force you to trust yourself. Mm Mm-hmm. That's huge. Principle number three, your failure makes you seek out peace. And when you got peace, oh, it changes everything. All right? Real Life, Real Talk Nation, y'all stand up. Look forward to seeing y'all next week. Again, Tyler Campbell, a.k.a. Mr. TC Speaks. Send me an email, tyler at tcspeaks.com. Give me your heart. I'll give you mine right back. Head to Amazon. Get that best-selling book written by yours truly. And look forward to seeing y'all next week. Yo, listen, let's go, ladies and gentlemen, so we can grow. Peace! You better put them hands together. Act like you know up in here. Cheap peak.